Hello footies and welcome to Foot in Review, the daily FIFA podcast bringing you player reviews, content discussion and gameplay tips. We can be found on all podcast services every day at 2200 Central European time on Twitter at Foot in Review and we're live with our Patreon which is patreon.com slash foot in review. And today we'd like to welcome John at Talking Foot to the community. Today is August I wanted to say eight, but it's August three, <laughs> and we are recording episode one hundred and seven. That's where we go wrong if I try to look at it in U.S. quotations, and <laughs> and I'm Dutch. Never works. Uh, my name is Julian Olsen, as foot coaching, and I'm not U.S. based, as you could see. But who is U.S. based is my dear friend Andrew. Hey everyone, uh, glad to be back. Definitely, I get mixed up when I see European calendar dates and then dealing with the 24-hour clock and all that stuff so i definitely feel john's pain <laughs> and then there's metrics and stuff yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah i was looking at my sake hey it was yeah a3 which is march 8 no wait what no that's gonna be true so okay anyways we got that out of the way how you doing andrew i'm okay how are you yeah i'm good thanks I think you're doing pretty good today, aren't you, after this weekend? <laughs> yeah, the decent weekend league. So I wanted to do one more, a final show-off. Um, well, just I wanted to see how far I could get. Uh, my team's still not on par, but I was like, I got time, so I talked to the family. I need to do this. I need to get, uh, I need some finishes, and I need to show everyone I can still do something here. And, uh, well, I got Elite 2, which I'm very happy with, actually. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I think you went 25 and 5 this weekend, which is just great. And I think some of your losses you indicated maybe weren't the most just, although probably some of your wins were also, you know, could have gone either way as well. But that that's a fantastic finish. Um, I'm really glad to see that you got there. Was that the best ranking you've had all year? Yeah, this year, yes, definitely. Uh, also, yeah, uh, this is only the fourth time I actually was able to to play a full week like this year as well so <laughs> there's that but yeah that that is definitely an important part i think of getting these consistently high rankings uh, i would push back to the fact that your i mean your team might not be the elite one level that you're facing where you might not have prime moments whole after eusebio or someone but you have a pretty good team right now i think summer heat has certainly leveled the playing field for a lot of folks given you a great team so i you know i think that is probably proving that having a good team is very important to weekend league success of course not the only thing but certainly an important thing to uh, fifa success yeah it's uh, i always say if you're playing a, a worse opponent uh, then things don't matter at all of not not as much to be quite honest because i've done pretty good all year uh, with lesser teams but the difference is that now I only I counted all my shots as well right with statistics and the databases I carry on and I got tr I only missed three shots this weekend at all that's it so uh, a difference in strikers is insanely uh, noticeable once you're at this level you only get like two three four shots maybe a match uh, and if you can score like 75 to 100% of those shots, that truly makes a difference. And I wasn't able to do that 
before and I'm just playing it with Slatan so I can't even imagine what happens uh, for example if you have to use CBOs or the Ronaldo's well Zlatan's about as clinical as Eusebio is actually just given the stats that they each have uh, I've only played with the prime Eusebio not the but actually that's not true I played with moments once I think in a draft but no a draft is very different than getting to play many games with a player so it's harder to see but I think Zlatan is about as clinical as it gets too. Yeah, so yeah I, I think you're probably at the top there. Yeah, I mean, as I got, of course, 30, 30 games in, and I got, uh, uh, let me see, 78 goals scored and 28 conceded. So I think that's also a, a nice average for this FIFA. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic. Um, I think there's one thing I definitely want to, hit on that I think is not for this podcast for one of our maybe preseason podcasts for next year to discuss is what you said about beating opponents with worse squads or things like that. Or sorry, you said you can beat any opponent if they have a any opponent, no matter what their squad is, if they're a significantly worse player than you. And it's when they're on the same level as you that it gets tricky when they have better squads. I think I certainly enjoy and you know, i am excited when i come up against a team that is basically god squad you know when i see those nine times out of ten this is consistent across all foots i know i'm going to beat the crap out of that player i think it has something to do with the matchmaking and things like that but we should talk about that later and the things that always scare me is when i come up against somebody using gold at this stage in the game if i see gold mindy lingley tomato and maybe i don't know gold or titty or something like that <laughs> something that was appropriate that for a good team in september or october but has no business being a good team now the amount of nonsense that i see in those games is off the charts and i know i'm not the only person that sees that i, I also know yeah i know there's, there's some confirmation bias there and you kind of see what you want to see but at the same time i feel like it's consistent enough and you know, I feel like I'm not the only person that sees that. That we should we should have a discussion on that at another time. Yeah, I think that's it's it's a solid solid point though. But I can honestly tell you that I've not faced one single non-informed card this whole weekend from all tournament matches. So uh, summer heat, almost every match, and there was not a single bad squad anymore. I played one squad that was I think. Uh, Un fully, but that guy has team of the season and Mbappe team of the season, Neymar team of the season, Ben Yedda. So that was the only weird squad, but still wasn't fun to face. So. Uh, but non non informed squads at all. Uh, uh, I think it's also, I, I didn't have the opponents that were like really bad either. All matches required all my focus, and maybe that was for me much better in the end. Uh, I didn't get cocky or, <laughs> or I lost focus, not at all, because I had to be focused every single match. I think that's, uh, for me, that works better. That's why I used to be very decent in playing tournaments, uh, but leaning, playing leagues uh, back in the days, I was really awful because I thought I was playing number 18 and then I lost. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's very interesting to hear. I think that's one of the things that I've not enjoyed this FIFA is it does feel like it requires more of your concentration and attention. Just given, like you mentioned, just how few shots you take per game. 
things like that where it's just you have to play the way both of us play you play it at a much higher level than i do but the way we both play is a possession based game where we are looking for opportunities to strike and then we are defending against the counter and so the counter part of it requires 100% attention to make sure you snuff out each of those counters and then the other part of it also requires your attention so you're not giving you're not giving up bad passes things like that to lead to those counters and also obviously really focusing on trying to find that hole to break through to get off the right ship yeah and that's the, this game it's too easy to counter um and it's easy enough to n- not make easy mistakes but that's mostly because of the formation it's easy to just get many players behind the ball uh therefore counter is a very viable option but this weekend uh, i really noticed that it's also very if you're just patient and you do not try to make mistakes you not try to rush yourself that you will get chances and if you score that it's also game over the amount of rage quits I got when I scored the fir- the one zero in the second half, it's insane. So, I yeah, I believe that, and certainly, the play style frustrates people too, where you're just suffocating because they're they are asking you to play this way, and yet somehow I get tons of messages complaining. But they are asking you to play this way by just sitting in their low depth or in their four two three one, not really pressing you, <laughs> controlling someone, controlling someone who isn't the guy marking the guy with the ball, and so they're just asking you to keep the ball and patiently wait for your opportunity, and somehow that frustrates them when they you are playing to their play style as opposed to the other way around. So it's funny. Yeah, I had to. But the... good job. Thank you, thank you. One more thing though, guys, I lost two matches in a row. Both I lost uh, one two against really good players and I pretty sh- I'm very confident one of them is pro because I actually had him in my friend list <laughs> um, but both of them players I lost actually send a message good game and uh, have a good wicket league which is something I've never had before so maybe the toxicity is getting less <laughs> uh, it's, I think it is always that level of player is not toxic and it's the players below that who are trying so hard but who aren't actually good yeah that's more toxic i i found in fifa 19 that getting to division one was miserable and a grind and just played the sweatiest worst players ever who would do all kinds of terrible things you know the quitting at tie games shushing you all that stuff but then once i was in division one last year all that went away, and I actually enjoyed the game so much more playing good players, players who were oftentimes better than me, and I probably just was surviving 50 or $70 million squad, whatever insane squad I had last year because I traded my butt off. So I, I, had, I always went in, or almost always, a better squad, so that's what kind of helped me there. But the people in Division One, and so I imagine the people that are pros, just so much better than the people you're going to see in division four for whatever that's worth i don't know why that is but that's been my general experience so that's good though i think everyone listening to this either either message your opponents good game good luck in the rest of your game they are decent people or if you got shushed and stuff just don't message them at all yeah our but, next you know, uh our next patreon podcast uh, is about uh the mental game fifa how you can uh, do stuff that helps you perform, uh, keep you calm and stuff, and also how 
to deal with toxicity. Uh, this is definitely one of the things we're going to bring back on that, I think. Yeah, I think it is definitely something we should talk about and something I actually probably try to implement. As we've been discussing that, I've been thinking maybe I will start playing FIFA again and try to implement these tactics and just see how they go. I certainly struggle with the mental parts of FIFA, partly because I kind of want to just be playing a video game for fun. You know, I don't want <laughs> to have to be thinking about calming myself down and not getting frustrated because my opponents are trying to like rile me up. That you, to me, that's really shouldn't be what a video game is about. But that's that's EA. I, I say this a lot. EA encourages this behavior. And so we have to, if we're going to play this video game, we have to adapt to the toxicity because it is definitely encouraged by certain things that EA very quickly could fix and they choose not to for a variety of reasons. Yeah, on the other hand, I don't like being sent back to while playing Halo either. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, we have content as well, though, because we have already talked for more than 13 minutes about gameplay, which I think isn't a bad thing to do, but... Let's get into the content, will we? Sure. And let's talk about, let's first talk about an SBC that came out yesterday. That is the Pablo Sarabia SBC, as I click over to him. He is a UCL Road to the Final card that is pretty juiced, 94 rated PSG card. So if you're looking to link your Mbappes and Neymars right now to, I guess, to your Spanish players that you would have, which is mainly Ramos, yeah, it's a good link there. Again, 94-rated card, only for 110K, and if you think PSG is going to go far in the UCL restart, he's going to keep rising. There are two SBCs here. Uh, like I said, the first one... or Sorry, that's 110K total. The first one is a League 1 requirement. It gives you a jumbo gold pack. It's 22 to 23,000. It's pretty simple. It just requires one League 1 player, 82-rated squad, but the chemistry is 80, so that's obviously you know, a little hard to do, but if you grind out some of the repeatable packs that are in there, the 82 through 88 or the 81 plus pack, you'd probably be able to do it pretty quickly, get the right type of chemistry that you need. The other SBC is an 80, requires an 84 rated squad. It gives you a prime Electrum player's back. This is going for 87K. The reason really is because of the, it requires a team of the season, team of the week, or team of the week moments card. Most people, you know, I guess most of these cards aren't in packs, or definitely the cards that are in packs are, for the most part, ones you don't want to be trading. So that's why I think this is up so much. 84 rated squad requirement and a team chemistry of 75. Again, I think do some of the repeatable SBCs that will help, although I'm sure most of you know by now that the 81 plus and 82 through 88 are really not giving out a lot of good cards right now. It's a little unclear why they're so bad, but it's not giving as good of a return as you would hope. So it makes doing an 82 squad easy, but doing an 84 rate squad a little harder. It does feel they so, kept uh, the, the, the drop rate for the team of the year cards the same as they were when they came out of right? Yeah, I, I think they are completely destroyed those drop rates and there's no SBCs really to kind of increase their um, drops you know there's no 88 plus five set of 88 plus cards or anything like that so no one's really seeing them and that's pretty frustrating and I, I think the other thing that's 
to mention here is because there's just a gap now of a lot of the high rated board type cards that you would get the 87 plus gold cards for the most part those are the ones that are in these best of packs those are the ones with the high rated team of the seasons or team of the year cards so now there's just this like real big chasm where there are a ton of 81 82 80, some 84 cards but then most of the other high rated cards now have these special cards that have really low drop so it kind of just shifts the pack weights even further to these uh, lower rated board cards or even not board cards. So it's pretty frustrating. Um, I have been doing, I'm not playing FIFA right now and I really only spend a few minutes per day on the menus right now. And I go to the store each day though, these promo packs in pack, you know, in the store. And I've just been using my coins to open them just to see what's there. Today we had, a limit of 10 premium gold player packs. So that's the three rare one. They were just 12, 12.5 K each. So 125 K to open 10 of them. They were I, all I, half price, right? Yesterday as well. Yeah, that's right. I, they're doing all the promos are price, but there's a reason. I think there's a reason for that. And that's because they have half. I think they have half pack weight right now. <laughs> the pack weights are just terrible. So I opened all 10 of them just to do it, just to see kind of just to talk about on this podcast. I got nothing higher rated than an 84. Only got one 84 rated card and only two or three 83 rated cards. So just terrible pack weight. Not fun, right? It's just don't waste your coins on that. Premium gold players packs, I, I already knew going into it, those are one of the worst value for coins uh, packs that are out there, except for the times when the the common gold packs are so valuable. You know, when we had that, 85 to 92 rated SBC out. And so everyone was buying the random gold players. That makes them valuable. But otherwise, the drop rates in that are really a lot lower than you probably would think. So I've, I've been doing that and just kind of just to see what I could get. And just the drop rates are just so bad right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can, but you don't do the Saravia one for uh, the packs or the player, right? There's something else you want to do it for. Oh, just for high rated fodder? No, there's also something else you get. You get a kit. Oh, I forgot. I forgot about that because <laughs> Footbun doesn't list it here. Yeah, you get a kit. like the I think it's the Icon kit, right? For FIFA 21. Yeah, for FIFA 21. So feel very rewarded, folks, that you get a kit valued at about three coins for also completing this. So, and it's not even that good looking of a kit. I wish Envy was here to talk about it. Envy has a rule that he has to do all kits. He missed one this year and he was actually sick missing him <laughs> because he didn't know what was in it. So I think Envy already did Sarabia. I'm expecting him. I haven't talked to him about it, but just before, just for the kits, because he can't start FIFA 21 with a kit less. <laughs> Yeah, except I bet it's going to be in the, like, whatever the guaranteed, you know, all the things that they give you as promo starter packs, I bet it's in there to begin. Or you get it by watching the first uh, eSports match on sure. Twitch. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Oh, but yeah, it's, okay. it's fun they toss these things in, but not on a 100k SBC, in my opinion. Just do it yeah. on a daily one or something. Yeah, just... or just give something more fun. Give a... 
just give me gold Sarabia in next FIFA even. That would be fine, right? I think everyone would be okay if that was the case, if you got it 80 rated, 82 rated, whatever his rating is next year. If you just got that as part of your starter squad, well, that'd be cool. You know, you he'd be usable in a starter squad on the first week of FIFA. Oh, definitely. Probably even a bit later. I wouldn't worry about it. Sure, but, but, yeah, but from I... day one, but from day one, if he's in your team, that that would be great. Everyone would like that. So that's a little disappointing, which is why I just completely looked over it because uh, it didn't <laughs> matter to me. Yeah, but I I I put it in the notes because I know Ingvi's gonna kill me if I don't mention the kid on this podcast. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, but we have an uh, yeah yeah yeah. Sarabia. We do. <laughs> we so have we something have, else. Yeah. yeah, we have two SBCs that came out today. So the first one was the preseason challenge. And ben doesn't want to tell me what it gives you, but I'm pretty sure it gave out a rare players pack, or sorry, a rare mixed players pack. So that's four rare golds, four rare silvers, four rare bronzes. It's running about 4K because it's really easy to do. So max four leagues, minimum six clubs and squad. Same league count, max five. Minimum gold players, five. Minimum two rare players, but they don't have to be the gold players, the bronze or silver rares. And team chemistry of 75. Really easy to do. If you're still playing this game right now, obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are. Or it's just taking a shot. Um, You know, just a couple of untradeable cards, but worth... It's untradeable, I should say that, but it is definitely worth doing. You get a rare mixed players pack, yeah. Yep. And then the big one for today, which is a pretty good SBC that we all non-repeatable, which is the thing we don't like, which it's just strange. Again, you dropped off there for not... a second. You said non-repeatable, but you're talking about the team of the season so far. I am. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the 90 plus team of the season so far guaranteed pack that we got today. Trying not to be negative here, but I think we all just wish right now we could do this repeatable, even if you had a higher rating on it. It it, it would just be more fun to be able to rinse these and try to get the players you want. So it's a little disappointing that it's not repeatable, but it's very easy to do. It just requires one team of the season or team of the week card, minimum 82 rated squad, and team chemistry 30. So it's only running 30 to 35K on your consoles and that's really all based on that team of the season or team of the week player everything else is very easy to get i did it of course of course i did it. i think at this time of the year everyone should do it just take the shot you get a 90 rated player for basically you know basically nothing definitely better value as fodder than anything else exactly whatever I got 92 rated Felipe Anderson, which is a great card. You know, it'd be fun to play with if I didn't have 10 other left mids and left wings in the game right now. If I didn't have Vinicius Jr. and Pulisic and all the other ones I've, I have Hong Min San I pulled at some point. So I think that put me down a little bit. And I think the fact that it's not a top five big league guaranteed is a little disappointing. Uh, John, I think you did it as well. Yeah, I got Thiago, which is 93 rated, and that's the way I like And He's Spanish 93 rated, so there's still any SBC coming. I can definitely toss him in there. I got Sosa out of the last uh, last one. I think that was Saturday on Friday. Um, 92 rated, so that's, it's good for the rating. 
But at this stage, it's... I'm almost like I'm just gonna toss it into the icon as we see how bad it is, even. But yeah, whatever. I'd wait just because I have a hope, a hope, a prayer that that when the current icon SBC goes out that maybe just maybe we get a repeatable icon SBC. Can you quickly say again how long it will take before the current one will go away? I think it's one more week. It is 12 days. Sure. So next Friday? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be going on holiday in the week after that. So, oh yeah, I don't know. It's maybe it's a good thing to lay on the beach and just open up icon as we see. But uh, if I don't have time, because if I'm back, it's FIFA 21 time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's certainly better to do that than to get a, I don't know, 86 rated prime layman or whatever bad prime card you're going to get that costs 50k. I think we've all, I think all of our followers, everyone in the Discord, everything on Twitter, just shows that icon upgrade pack has been very disappointing. Yeah. So I, I would probably, John, even lean toward trying to find one of these players that you haven't done this year that you want to try. Jovic or someone even other than, rather than put it into the prime, yeah, the prime icon SBC. Fair one, fair one. You know, Ribery. Ribery, I think, would be a player that you would really so maybe him. someone like that yeah I get what you're saying yeah you're probably right maybe you try to toss it into Dembele he looks good but on the other hand he's alright I mean I reached my target on FIFA now I don't care about rewards too much and unless I pack Ronaldo probably in my last weekend league uh, this year so, or this season so, well, well I mean it's fine yeah that's how I feel too I do want to organize I, need... I, I do want to run one idea past you though Absolutely. I want to run a food and review tournament, friendly tournament. That's what I'm thinking of. What I don't want to do like a regular food and review tournament, I want to do a non-assisted food and review tournament. Which means... I think that would be fun. I think I have one... I think that would be very fun. I think we should do a couple of things. I think it should be a little bit like a World Cup mode where we have pods you know, groups of four, maybe, and everyone plays three games. Because, partly because I think we would all need to get adjusted to just playing on. Yeah. I can't imagine. I have not done it this year. I did it in years past. And I cannot imagine how difficult passing it's would be. I'm sure insanely be, fun, though. Right. So I was about to say, I'm sure it is way more fun. But I think it would just take a lot of getting used to. Which is okay. It would be great. It's good content. It's good fun, though. Uh, yeah. Well, let's think about how we do that, because I was actually looking for a little bridge for our, the question of the week. <laughs> so well. Yeah, that's. I, I think <laughs> if you guys have suggestions on how to do that, I think everyone listening to this, we probably would want to join. My first thought is, especially for the seeding type games, we would want to do a regional basis, right? I, I personally don't want to be playing john and ingvi and someone else in italy or something in the first three games i play just to get used to it i would like to play people on the east coast in north america if possible and i'm sure the same with john although the one nice thing in friendlies because that would be how we would do this friendlies does have relatively decent i don't know, buffering i guess where the gameplay i think is much smoother and delayed yeah we played friendlies we and it was read. actually all right 
Yeah, that's true. So I'm somewhat actually now backtracking from my statement. About I was just reminding myself that friendlies aren't that bad to play, no matter the connection. No, sadly. So yeah, we'll we'll uh, give us your suggestions. That this sounds like a good idea, a good way to end FIFA. We'll have to do it around John's vacation, of course. But I think ah, that's fine. fine. I mean, even when I, in my vacation, but I like. I mean, I don't know many people who actually use it, do it. And when I'm with friends, we always turn the assist off and just play friendlies or tournaments. And we're having a blast because a simple pass can go anywhere. Uh, but actually, if you get used to it, some of the, the some of the long passes are just beautiful to watch. And you can't make them be with assisted mode. And then you're like, ooh, there's much more to this, actually. That, that. That's why I'm always saying, please just make the competitive mode fully assist fully assistless <laughs> and, yeah uh, manual manual would be great i think that would be there's obviously i think we all know there's this push to make fifa accessible to everyone or make everyone every 12 year old who picks up the game able to play it and that's fine but i think that has come over t- too much into ultimate team because Quite frankly, EA is trying to get those 12 to 16-year-olds to buy some FIFA points, so they want them to encourage them to play, play weekend league, play all of that. Do you know, spend their money? Oh well, and it's good game, to just which... pick up the game with friends and be able to actually pause the ball, right? I mean, yeah, but at the same time, if you play fully manual, the ball goes where you're aiming, and the pe- the shots go where you're aiming. So on one hand, it is nice to pick up the game and just spam A and the ball goes somewhere and you're not losing the ball. On the other hand, under a manual mode, you know, the ball, you don't have any of these situations where you're pointing the stick to the far right and the ball goes to the far left and you're just like, why did my player make that pass? Now, you are fully in control and thus kind of responsible for your own errors. I think even when I was younger, I would have that more and would be less frustrated with the game. Yeah. I got a question though, Envy. Oh, Envy. Oh, man. Sorry. I could edit it out, but I'm not going to do that. No, no. Don't edit it out. Leave it in. I'll leave it in, John. I had a question from uh, Ed Louis Press. And he says... Could you talk us through your controller settings? Um, uh, well, I could, actually. I don't know if we want to make a big discussion out of it, but I'll just quickly run through it. If you have any questions, Andrew, you just ask me. And if you're listening to the show and you want to have some feedback on it, just let me know as well. I think that helps, right? Um, yep. Basic and settings. I'll intervene. Yeah, I'll intervene where I differ, but I don't think it's too many places. No, I can't imagine so. So there's one thing I'm pretty sure will differ is that I use the alternate controller settings because uh, although my job is FIFA, <laughs> I did grow up being a plus a Pro Evolution soccer um, <clears throat> fanboy and play tournaments and leagues. And yep. Stuff. So yeah, we are different there. I cannot <laughs> play with the uh, I cannot play with the PES controls. I when I Started. I tried to play Pez earlier this year and tried to use their controls at first. And you can switch it, it there on feel... as well. Though. Yeah, I did. No, I switched back, but it was just not. It's not intuitive to me, and I fully understand why you should just 
use the controls you're used to. So I use the regular ones. Yeah, if I try shooting with the B button on the Xbox, I think I break my thumb. But okay. Um, I got a FIFA trainer, of course, off. Can't use him in weekly league anyways. That's something I'm pretty sure I differ from a lot of people because I got time finishing on. And I actually still use it. Uh, especially with these high-rated strikers, if you just time it correctly, which, well, if you practice it for the last two years, should be easy to do. And then it's incredible, I still think. so. I go back and forth on it because only because of delay, actually. Last year, I felt very confident in using it all the time, no problems. But this year, it just feels too random to me. So if you feel like you have a consistent gameplay, then that's great. I think time finishing helps. But this year, I think the benefit versus punishment is just too far off for me in games where I feel like the the game is ignoring my inputs anyway. Yeah, but I think that's that's fair. But now you got a new server, maybe that helps. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it takes people away from me because I live right down the street from the server and I think the problem is all that the folks who live in Texas or the central of the country are Get, connecting to uh, my server. Or Anyways. to Mexico. Uh, second defender switch icon, of course, I've got it on. I have no idea why you want to turn that one off. Um... Pass block assistance, I definitely have that turned off. I want to decide if I want to step in and make a move. I don't want my the AI to try to do that for me. Uh, auto switching is something I still switch around with, but it, that is always between air balls and loose balls or manual. Um, in the crossing me too. In the crossing meta, yeah, me it's, it's, you need the air balls and loose balls. But in the current meta, I play the whole weekend on manual. Because hardly anyone crosses, so I'm always in time to switch around. And that way I can actually have a little bit more control. Yeah, I agree. I have generally tend towards manual. But I think one thing that always gets me is the game still does auto-switch you at times, which is the most frustrating part. And it switches you when you basically are going to touch a ball or it, the game kind of thinks that you're about to touch the ball. And that frustrates me because sometimes it's just unexpected where I don't think I should be getting switched and it does. So that's actually what points me back to the air balls, loose balls. Cause then I'm constantly ready to be automatically switched. But I prefer, I strongly prefer manual and I hope in FIFA 21, if anyone's listening that you make it actually manual and stop switching me, you know, unless I have literally have the ball and I'm now back on offense, please stop switching me EA. Yeah. <laughs> Auto-switching move assistance, I got it on. Because when the other one is a manual, I won't just auto-switch anyways. So auto-switching move assistance doesn't do anything. It's just to make sure I don't do anything. It doesn't switch automatically. Uh, if you are thinking that you need some more time with the auto-switching, low is a good setting to try. Jockey, I used manual for most of the year, but now I'm using assistant. Because of the go back to the back line and pass the ball back, it's much more easier if it's on system to actually be able to cover a step in in time on assistant. Right stick switching, I got on player relative. I have not found a reason to switch that to ball relative. Probably because I was used to player switching with right stick already. Uh, pass assistance on assisted, because why wouldn't I? True ball assisted on assisted, shot assisted on assisted, cross assistant on manual. 
and I know many people use semi uh, but I'd like to have some more um, well some more uh, control on where I actually pass it to because normally I, you, you're right I use semi there but I think it might be a good idea to at least try manual I think in our manual or all manual tournament it will be fun to try that to see if that gives you if that is better for me because i have not actually tried that all year john so that's a good idea well we actually have less uh predictability while giving a crossword uh low pass assistance i have it on manual but i don't see a reason to if you're not used to manual to put it on assistant actually but i have it on manual uh, save assistance, I just have it on semi, but I think it's only for the clubs, so mm, not sure if it matters. Analog, yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I just don't think it matters, I don't know what that one does, so I agree with you. No, I think it's only for pro clubs, but no. uh, analog sprint, I used to have it on, I turned it off this year, and actually, there's not much of a difference for me. Um, I've tried both. I didn't see a difference whatsoever, so I have no idea which one it is. I'm. It's probably off for me, because I think you generally, when you click, you want it the to right go trigger, maximum. You yeah. want to, yeah. You're expecting your guy to turn it on or off. So, and I, I, I doubt very many people are kind of waiting their right trigger usage, anyways. No, exactly. So, um, oh, it is off defending, of course, tactical defending because you need tactical defending on weakling anyways, so why change it? Pass receiver lock, I have it on late, I think. Yeah, late. So, um, that, well, it just how I like it. And I tried all of that this year. So basically that's all for me. Yeah, I've tried early and late and I was, you know, this is a new feature in the game, and I was hopeful that it would show a difference. And I don't know if it ever. I certainly didn't notice it. I, I think when passes go to the place I feel like I'm not aiming, it didn't matter. And in games where I felt like everything was going the way I wanted, it also didn't matter. It went where early, <laughs> the game locked on correctly. And if it, you know, if I felt like I was in a delay or just getting screwed over by the game the ball went where I wanted to go no matter where yeah oh well. hey Andrew John it's been 40 minutes on a Monday night for that content <laughs> well we had we had we had gameplay content to talk about sir yeah to talk about your exploits exploits and getting a lead too and still being very happy with that um well Want to bet I get Ronaldo now after the season ends? <laughs> I think you will get Mbappe and Neymar red picks. Oh, that's okay. I'm not going back going back for those two. No, <laughs> never never been replacing going to replace Salatan now, except for Ronaldo. <laughs> Fair enough, uh, Andrew. Thanks for joining tonight. But for now, I'm going yeah, to yeah, happy it. to be here. Drop it. Two, two, three, two.